Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. The first wild card game has been played. It has been lost by the Yankees, won by the Red Sox. Game two of the wild card series tonight. Let's talk some baseball. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, brought to you by DraftKings. Thank you very much for joining us today. My name is Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Trevor Ploof, and next to him, Jake Storielli in the corner. We have BBD producing the episode. It's the first postseason recap episode. Uh, we will be live around 11.30-ish, in between 11.30 and noon every uh, day. If there's a game the night before, we'll be live recapping the game or games that happened. We have one game to talk about today. Trevor, how'd you enjoy your night in New York City? Well, you know, yesterday was a, a tough one, I think, around the office. Yanks didn't show up. We're going to get into that. But the mood was down a little bit. Uh, Jakey and I took a an Uber home last night with Lucas, your bro. And we ended up at a, a nice little Irish bar. Over by Jake's house. So we had a good time. We hung out for a little bit. And Jake was the one who said, hey, you're never in New York. Let's go have a beer. So thank you for that, man. That made me feel nice. Wasn't ready to go to bed. Wasn't ready to go to bed. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of mixed emotions. Uh, thanks to all the talking, the fine talking baseball people. And I just realized how, how big Trevor Plouffe wearing a Birds jersey Coming in hot with that, yada, 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 ah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, we're talking baseball. This whole company was kind of built off Yankee stuff, so there's always mixed emotions there. And multiply that by being there, you know, actually our favorite team. Uh, so sad times. I think there's big changes coming for the Yankees. There will be a lot of time to talk about that when we're a labor pod. Um, so, yeah, Yankees. Yankees I've kind of crapped the bed, uh, and we had an old lady harass your younger brother, Jim. Hell yeah. Harass? I guess that's what you'd call it. Yeah. That's what you'd call <laughs> Sexual <it>. harassment? <laughs> yeah. yeah, a little Good bit. for him. Um, 21. We, uh, oh shit, what was I going to say? I told BBD already this morning, I've already spun it as a positive in my head. Yes. Obviously, I have a baby that's going to be delivered in the next, like, week or two weeks or something like that. So if the Yankees were making a deep run, that would have been like crazy weird to have to miss all of it and be with, obviously I'm going to miss it and be with Katie and the baby. So now I don't have to do that. Yeah. And now we don't have to do a pregame show and a postgame show after every playoff series. So yeah. our October just got way more fun. The live streams will be loose and fresh. Fresh. And the Yankees weren't winning the World Series or going anywhere anyway. I was going to say, you guys willed that into existence. You wanted this to happen so sweeping changes could come to the organization. You got your wish. Like, if they went five games if the versus the Rays and lost, I think they would plant their flag in the moon or whatever and say, yep, our philosophy works. It's just a crapshoot and the Rays are good. But you got to admit, like, there's going to be changes now. This yes. was such a disappointing season for the Yankees. And we, we said it a little bit yesterday when we were filling out our brackets and having everyone call in. We all, outside of BBD, who is company man, we all had the Rays. I mean, there's no reason the Rays wouldn't run over the Yankees. Um, and then we were getting scared that nobody was picking the Red Sox. That's going to be a fun series. Yeah. We haven't even gotten to really process that one yet. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, 
there was never a thought in the mind that the Yanks, if they advance, had a chance at the Rays. The Rays just yo-yo them and tease them. So um, hopefully this leads to the right changes. As Yankee fans, last offseason, the moves, you know, don't love to pat ourselves on the back. Do when we're right. Um, we pegged the whole Yankees offseason. They had to trade out of Vino. That was their only cap they could clear up to get other pitchers. They did that, and it was like, all right, they're going to roll the lineup out there, and let's see. Next year's Yankees team is going to be a very different ball cup, probably starting with the manager and probably like four or five spots in the lineup. So uh, it's a little exciting. It's a little nervous. Hopefully it steps in the right direction. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's end of end of a little what was supposed to be a Yankees era. When was the? I, I'm just curious. I hear you guys say that, and I've heard that said before. He said when what was, was supposed. He said when was what it, was supposed to be. Seventeen when 17, they had the young yeah. baby Brahmers. That was yeah. like, oh shit, here we are. Yes, that okay. was that was. And Jake did say what was supposed to be. It wasn't. Um, yeah, I guess it wasn't. The uh, Yankees act like they did it's accomplish things. <laughs> they didn't accomplish. <laughs> right, anything, it is an era. So. But uh, let's go into the game a little bit. Do we have a burn, Jake? No. Oh, okay. No burn. <laughs> no. Um, well, during Fuck burns the rest of the way, that. right? Yes. Okay. Um. Sad burn. Avaldi, Avaldi pitched awesome. There's some at bats yeah. that you could tell the Yankees knew it was coming. There's that Glaber one. If you haven't seen it, go watch Glaber's at second at bat, or maybe it was Glaber's first at bat. Avaldi has him 0-2. He absolutely doesn't even flinch at two sliders. He sits on them all out of hand, and they're nice pitches. Uh, they were jumping fastballs, the most first-pitch swings yeah. they've had all season, I think. Because they they saw fastballs coming, so I mean, Trev, you've played in the bigs. To you, it seemed like they knew what was coming and still didn't do anything with it. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit. Uh, we couldn't find anything on the video that we had on Eovaldi, but clearly they did have something. I think not only Glaber's about the whole first inning to me was like, holy shit, they have his pitches. The way they were taking off speed pitches, the way they were attacking heaters, it just doesn't happen unless you have something. And I think he combated it. By never leaving anything in the middle of the zone, which is what you're trying to do as a pitcher. Um, and then he was doing the timing stuff. I think that worked for him. I think like he's, he's, he maybe couldn't figure out what they had on him. He's like, I got to do something. The, the timing of his leg lifts and the hesitations and stuff like that, I think was just enough because Yankees hit some balls hard, man. And they had some opportunities, just didn't go their way. And they knew that... Uh the Red Sox knew something was going on because they were doing sequences with no one on. Mm-hmm. They were doing quick pitches and hesitation leg things. but um, And also, like, what gives this theory, I guess, a lot of credit is that, like, it's been confirmed to us that they had something the last time they faced Evaldi, and they were just hoping they still had it this time. Yeah. Coach Ball game in the chat, at a boy. Yeah, I mean, the, the Glaber at bat, like Jim mentioned, is the best example. Um on it, spits on two perfect sliders that start on the plate and end up off the plate with two outs. So you just wonder because, like we said, uh, Trev and Jim went through a lot of video to try to figure it out, um, that you wonder what level it was. And baseball is a, a silly sport. You said it on the first swing of the game. Rizzo hits one, 114. It is right at the first baseman, so it looks like an easy out. One pitch, one out. Um, you know, if that ball is five feet either way, we're talking about a double down the line to start the game, and it's like, mm-hmm. holy crap, Everything they've got changes. him again. Everything so changes. that's where baseball is a 6-6 a sport that we don't 
We're not necessarily sure how good the tell is, and Avaldi was mixing things up, but man, he was pitching so good. I mean, how many how many pitches of him were splitting the white box on the plate? Like uh, he he shoved man, and I just remember, you know, he had that 2018 famous extra innings game where he came out and he threw a million pitches, and everyone was like, "Wow." What a gutsy performance. And then the Red Sox signed him after they won the World Series, and everyone was kind of like, yeah, I guess they kind of owed him that. That might not be the best contract, a guy with a career 4-2 ERA or whatever it was. And now Nathan Eovaldi stood on the mound at Fenway, and boy, he didn't out-duel Garrett Cole. I mean, he put Garrett Cole under the table. Uh, so shout-out to Nate Dog, man. Uh, he, uh, he deserves a lot of love. Yes. And... Shout out to Cora for making a dumb decision, but the results helping him out. Bring Brazier in the face, Stanton. I mean, if that ball is two inches higher, it's a game-tying home run, and you're like, why the fuck did you yeah. bring Ryan Brazier in to face Giancarlo Stanton when he presents the tying run? Instead, they send Judge home. Brazier gets an out out of a 400-foot bomb. Oh, he gets an out at the plate. Gallo pops up, and then... Core gets away with that, and then after Brazier, they can go to Hawk and Robles and Whitlock. But that was bizarre. I don't know why yeah. Brazier got the ball there. It it worked out more so because the Yankees gave him a free out by sending Judge home, which is just a terrible scent. It was a really bad scent. I got into some nerdy stuff on the send. Um Tango Tiger, I don't even know. Like me and him, basically speak different languages. We watch the same sport, and it's it's like we don't. Um, and he had some video clips and different things. And basically, he said even you know ju- Judge took like one faulty step. Mm-hmm. You know, he got into the analytics on that. It was a bad send. Um, you know, we we genuinely love third base coach Phil Nevin. He's been so nice to us. Uh, good dude. Um, I think Jim, you said it when we were live streaming and thanks to everyone that was with us while we were live streaming. Um, it kind of bounces past the left fielder. And so I think Nevin's read on that was like, okay, well, if it got past one fielder, you know, that's kind of that window that can allow you to score the run. Uh, it ends up in Kike's hand who he's, he's got a great arm, uh, you know, and I was reading some of the times on the relay throw. I, you know, it didn't look pretty, but the times, the stopwatch, Trevi stopwatch said it was pretty good. Um, and yeah, man, I mean, that's those are two huge different makers in the same play. Uh, that massive wall in left field <laughs> changed this game a little bit because you're so right. I mean, at no point did we feel anything close to the emotion. Of what a 3-3 game would have felt like Like if that sand ball is out And we're talking about how the Yankees have the better back end of the bullpen and all, This game never felt equal It's just a really bad send Judge had just beat out a a single And now if he's at third and stands at I mean to say first because it throws and go home But you have a runner in scoring Runner at third base with one out And a prolific fly ball hitter up So the send doesn't make sense because Joey Gallo can pop one to the warning track like he did, I think, and Judge would score on that out. And now it's a one-run game and everything's different. So that was bad, but basically it comes down to Garrett Cole. I mean, yeah, you're getting paid a ton of money. You have a personal catcher. 
and you go 2.1 or two and labored and and then it also on the flip side of that you got to give credit to the dangerous heart of the order that the Boston yeah. has because Cole was nervous for good reason Devers got walked twice in his first two at bats even when he had him two strikes he didn't want to give him anything to hit that's how scary Devers is right now yeah Cole he just didn't show up and it was it, it did seem Jim like he was a little I don't want to say he was nervous but it seemed like it out there like he didn't he he didn't want to make a mistake so bad that he ended up making a bunch of mistakes and putting people on that didn't need to be put on and leaving pitches middle-middle when they shouldn't be middle-middle. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes he made the right choice, just didn't execute it, and I think he was really trying to be too perfect, I guess. He just wasn't ready. He wasn't Roman ready. Mm-hmm. And if you're worried about your performance, you're mm-hmm. not confident, you're going to get into the mound and dance around and not go hard right into the zone, then you mm-hmm. got to go to GetRoman.com slash talking now is you can get $15 off your first month. You can get an online free evaluation, ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you and find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you free with two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash talking and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete an online visit today to connect with the doctor and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash talking now to get $15 off your first month. Jake, <sighs> do you think he would have done better if he had called Roman first? I think Garrett needed a little more blood flow. You Hitching know? with a boner is not exactly it, I don't think. Uh, that's well, I mean, Jake where plays. I mean, I, we'll be playing Blitzball tomorrow. I and know Jake only pitches. We'll be talking about Wayno later, too. Oh. Um, no, I think that's the ultimate intimidation. You step into the box, and there's Garrett Cole with just a throbber on the mound. <laughs> it might be like. I'm not trying to hit against that. What if it's like, that's all you got? And then it ruins everything. Ooh. Oh, wow. That's what last night felt like. Uh, Should have had some Roman. Okay. Yeah. Any other touch points here? They go to Hawk. I love using starters out of the bullpen in the postseason only because the last, like, four teams to win the World Series have used that formula. Yankees go to two relievers. That was crazy. Like, I, I didn't think Boone did a really bad job with the bullpen until the Chad Green move. But how many pitches did Severino and Luizaga throw? 28 and 27, respectively. And those guys had both just come off the IL. And in their, like, three times out before this, 16 pitches and 15 pitches for Sevy And for Laza, let's see, he might be more stretched out. He was 21, 14, 12. They got tired. Like, Sevy walked two, Laza walked two. Who do you bring in that's like a starter then? Is it Nestor? Like, who are you going to bring in that's I, well, like they that? Don't, the Yankees aren't built like that. Yeah, they, they don't they have that, bull, right? They build big bullpens and yeah. shallow uh, starters. But if you're going to use Savvy for two and Laza for two, then use them for two in the two weeks before the season. Well, that, because yeah, they visibly up. got tired and they walked, and Laza walked two guys. They bring in Chad Green to face the lefty lane. That's why you traded for Wandy Peralta to have a lefty reliever face lefty hitters. Instead, you go to Chad, and now two of the walks score because the guy pitching hadn't pitched that far into a high-leverage situation and got tired, well, and then you brought in the wrong reliever for lefties. Trev brings up a great point there. You know, we when we dove deep into this game, 
And we talked about kind of both starters got touched up early. And, I mean, for Garrett Cole, we thought early would be the fourth inning or something like that. Um, Nestor Cortez Jr., who had been really good for this team all year, and, Jim, you're talking about them pushing Seve, Luizaga, uh, those guys. They had other spots on the roster that they could have had. Nestor Cortez was their backup starting pitcher in this game if Cole – you know, got, got hurt or if this game went to 13 innings, like that kind of deal. He could have also been a bullpen option and they could have had a Jordan Montgomery available to do that or someone else. Like they had guys at the back of their bullpen they weren't going to use. They almost didn't have uh, if Cole goes two innings plan. Um, and that would have been really interesting if Nestor could have had two clean innings there and then you have the rest of those bullpen guys you don't have to push Sevy to 28. You don't have to push Luizaga. That's kind of interesting, and I, I think that blindsided the Yankees. It as did. well, it, you it look shouldn't because yeah. you should have a plan for that game, but it also should because Garrett Cole has paid a lot of money to not do that and uh, uh, give Jimmer credit on this. I think he was on it first. He didn't really throw his knuckle curve, which I think when he's right is maybe his most effective wipeout pitch. Um, and I think that ties to his hammy And it, Cole's a smart enough guy He wore it in the media He said he wasn't good enough All that stuff Because he wasn't um, I, I won't be surprised in 10 years When the Garrett Cole book is written And he's talking about uh, Yeah I could barely land on that leg And look at his last couple starts Since the injury He's been bad That being said If that tr- is true in 10 years We're going to be even more pissed off Because he can't take the rock then You want to know something pathetic? Yes Every day. When we played blitzball at Miller Park, mm-hmm. I couldn't throw my curveball because I pulled my hammy, and you really lean on that leg more, and you can throw your fastball without, and that's my experience and why I was like, maybe that's it. <laughs> I like it. It I shouldn't like it. be it's comparable, true. but like it, that's, I'm, that's pathetic and maybe completely wrong, but that's my brain. Hold on. If Cole comes and says, I can't pitch – you guys will be dragging him through the mud also. It was a lose-lose for me. If he really lose, was banged lose, up on his on Lose-lose. Lose-lose for sure because yeah. um, they rushed a lot of guys back at the end. And it, it seems like Cole probably, if it was the middle of the season, he probably takes like a full month out and rebuilds the hamstring. Tyone, they kind of rushed him back and he re-aggravated it. But you're trying to, you're trying to play in the playoffs. I totally get it. Yeah, it's... Um, Gosh, I mean, look, we talk about all the shortcomings for the Yankees, but what Boston did, I mean, Schwarber hit. I mean, that pitch to Cole, or the hit off of Cole, not a bad pitch. No, no that was just that at the was, top of the that, zone, and he freaking went up top. And you know what he did when he ran to first base? Another one. Yeah. Damn. Another one. He said that's, what, 2016 or something like that. The, uh, the Bogarts in the first inning. Yeah, that was it. Change-up, middle-middle was. What's change-up for him? That's like his fourth pitch? No, it's his third because he doesn't throw the curve right now. So, yeah. But to righties, you know, that's supposed to be your lefty kind of out pitch, and he left it dead dick to Bogarts. And, and, and Bogarts had to be sitting slow there because he didn't throw him a fastball at bat. That thing was just it, – it didn't matter if you were sitting fast or slow. That thing was just 89 middle of the freaking plate, and he didn't miss it. Yeah. He didn't miss it, and, dude, super credit to him because – yeah, man, he didn't miss it, and it's it is kind of funny, you know. We get lost in uh, Yankees world, and it kind of didn't mean as much at, at that point, but or it felt like something at the time. Schwarbo and Rizzo both let off; they both got solo dongs. Thanks for coming, former Cubs trade deadline crew. 
Yeah, Sox had every starter on the Sox besides Kike had a hard hit ball. That's interesting because Kike had had the most success against Cole mm-hmm. coming into the game, and he and Kike did have a hit. So even even look even the back that was fucking brutal. That was right after the Schwarber home run. Kike swinging bunt hit. Oh, Is yeah. that how it worked? That was like a brutal back to back. Even the backup catcher for the Red Sox hit a laser last night. Would have been gone at the stadium. Not a mistake. Not a mistake. A lot of middles. I think. I think that it sucks for Stanton that his postseason performances in the last two postseasons will be somewhat forgotten because the Yankees just didn't win and didn't even go deep. It was a wild card game and then uh, a DS game. But my God, in his in his last eight postseason games, Giancarlo Stanton has seven home runs. The monster took at least one away from him, which I, I'm not complaining about that, but I think it's fun to point out stadium dimensions. It's not a complaint. Um, one five OPS, eight games, 11 hits, seven homers, his last eight playoff games. I wish the Yankees could utilize that. He, he showed up. He showed up, man. I do want to ask you guys something. I know this yes. is – I don't want to get too Yankees heavy because we have other stuff to talk about. But why are you starting Andrew Velasquez and giving him one at bat and taking him out and then moving Gio to short? I just don't – I didn't understand. If he, if Gio could have played short, Squid's not your best offensive chance. My, I, I just so don't understand I, the whole there's, there's a lot of different ways to be upset about how all of that worked out. I think Jake and I are both upset, but for different different ways – don't Geo should be the third baseman and Velasquez should have been a shortstop in my opinion because that's the okay. best defensive. I, I agree route. with that. I agree with and that. And you don't want to lose on misplays. You want to lose because you didn't hit and your pitching gave up some runs. You don't want to lose because your defense gave up errors, especially infield defense. So I like that. But let Squid hit. Odor so. isn't that much better of a offensive threat than him not to lead off an inning maybe if it's a situation and there's a runner on third and you and you're like hey Rugi, we need an at bat here we need you ball. to fly ball and like there's more presence of mind because he's a veteran maybe you pinch him there but lead off an inning in like the fourth or fifth or whatever it was well now you just have slightly better offense and now a worse defensive yeah. arrangement so I I have no if you're gonna start squid place play him yeah, it, it didn't make it, it didn't make any sense, and like it's not like Odor is some like contact hitter who puts together like super professional at bats oh, or anything. He's three like true that. outcome, just like uh, Gallo. Yeah, so, uh, that didn't make any sense to me. And hey, as of a week ago, you know that it would have been DJ Lemayhew and Urshela, and it wouldn't have been a conversation, you know. So that DJ loss kind of reared its head there a little bit because hey, I know DJ didn't have his best year. He has the sports hernia. He had tricep stuff he had a hip thing it, DJ LeMahieu on any given night can give you a two for four and he could slap through a hit like he's he's DJ LeMahieu he still has the bat to ball um it just wasn't a pretty season so that you know and think that conversation we just had Andrew Velasquez I, I love him I was yelling for weeks that the Yankees needed to make him their shortstop so he could be prepared for a moment like this that didn't happen, and then he still finds himself in the moment, which is just a brutal ass. And then the kid from the Bronx, which had been an awesome story and still is, he gets one pitch, one pitch, uh, one pitch in in this playoff game. So that that sucks for him, and that that kind of sucks for Rugi, because like you're saying, 
Ruggie Odor, if you're throwing him out there, you're hoping he runs into one fastball and he gets the double or he gets the homer. You're hoping that happens over his three, four at-bats. What was the change? Why did they bring – it was a leadoff and ending? It was it's, – Like, it's, what were they hoping for him to do? He struck out on three pitches and swung once. I mean, it was spark. just, like, horrible. Spark what? Nothing. I don't understand I that. forget what the score was at the time, but just Ruggie's more likely to hit a homer. So, I mean, getting one is nice, but to lead off an inning, that doesn't, oh, how much does that really help? They were down multiple runs. Yeah, I don't know, man. A base runner who's fast like Velazquez, if he gets on, would be If, if cool. you're worried about Good Velazquez, defense. like, feeling overmatched up. in the playoffs or, like, overwhelmed or something, like, why start him then? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. And that's, that's the other thing I didn't like w- with it was, you know, this is a big game at Fenway – I assume Gio was hurt where he couldn't play shortstop. He ends up playing half the game at shortstop. Ruggie's played in a lot of ball games. He can run into a mistake. A lot of games he doesn't. I'll admit that. But Velasquez, he's also a crazy speedster. His stolen base numbers are silly. So that would have given you another weapon off the bench to utilize if you could have kept this game close. I don't know. At end of the day, it doesn't really matter because Garrett couldn't have given him enough and the bullpen... Gave everything they had, and the but Sox they had too many innings. Robles and Whitlock uh, and Hawk. Hawk, yeah. oh, my God, it was nasty. And the yeah. Yankees didn't have depth in their lineup. The Yankees couldn't hit all year. Like that, Garrett Garrett didn't have it, and the Yankees lineup didn't hit all year. It's going to be a big offseason. Red Sox move on um, against the Rays. That's going to be a fun series. Do we give him enough love? Obviously, Evaldi gets a ton of love. The Brazier move is the only move that I thought was like ridiculous and actually didn't work, but only worked because the Yankees saved it for him. I mean, if that is yeah. so much, like so little bit higher, I don't understand how they brought Brazier into face. Stanton, it didn't work, but they got out of it. That's uh, Cora. Dahlback looked, looked uh, not great in his at-bats. So first first playoff game, but yeah. that'll probably he smells good though. Yeah, he smells like cologne. Oh my god, yeah, I got mm. an Abercrombie model. All right, well we will be live again tonight. It's brought to you by Dugout Mugs. They're sponsoring all our live stream content. You can go to dugoutmugs.com/talking. You can get a free knob shot shot glass. You just got to pay the shipping and handling. You can get any mug with thirty percent off if you use the code talking. And they are giving away free products all playoffs long. All you have to do is film yourself drinking from any dugout mug. Post it, tag them on socials, you're entered to win. If you don't have anything from Dugout Mugs, they're giving you two great discounts, the free knob shot and the 30% off mug. They've been with us forever. We love Dugout Mugs. We've been drinking out of them on the live streams. When you hold them, they feel great. Someone asked what gummies mm. I'm taking tonight. Well, we're doing John Boy and Jake Radio at 1 o'clock, mm. so I'm going to nibble on something before that, mm. whatever we have in the office. I'm actually low. I need to go to California again. Trev, I should have made you bring me a you ton. Sh- I should have brought you some. Damn. Damn. When is legal in New Jersey? When are they going to open the infrastructure and open stores it and up. stuff? Come on. Nameless Jeff. Let's go. So I got mugs. So tonight, Cardinals Dodgers. We did a wild card preview yesterday or two days ago, whenever the hell it was. Has any of your opinions changed? I don't know, man. <laughs> this is so hard to call it one game. I think, you know, obviously I got the cards jersey on, and that's pretty much solely because Jack told me to. Um, mm. If you're just looking at it objectively, I mean, the Dodgers are an absolute juggernaut. 
it's hard to pick against them, but it's baseball, man. I hope it's a fun game. Last night, there was singular moments, but I think, and the consensus I saw was from, like, third party for an elimination game against Yankees, Red Sox, that it was yeah, more boring. dull. There was, it was like, boring. an inning of fun. Yeah, it wasn't what that was fun. What was the viewership at? Did we get to see that? The ratings? The ratings. I don't know. if I haven't seen those yet, but I can see. Um, our ratings did good. A lot of people joined us. It's our most watched live stream ever. So we'll be live again tonight. We'll be having a lot of fun. Um, join, but I hope we get like crisper. I don't know. Just more like, I hope we get a pitcher's duel through three with some good defensive plays to keep it a pitcher's duel. You just want it to be in range. I know we're on the opposite side of the spectrum and you know, there's probably some Red Sox fans saying, well, that was fun game for us. As as a third party, like Jim said, I mean, the, the Yankees were only in striking distance once, uh, and then the next inning the Red Sox punched back and pushed the lead again. Uh, so, yeah, I'm still excited, uh, kind of like when we did our call-in episode the other day. Uh, too many people were picking the Cardinals. I agree. Uh, I just so like agree. the Yanks. So that, that has me a little nervous because, let's be honest, I'll, I just want to remind the people, Mookie Betts. Seager, World oh Series gosh. MVP. Trey Turner, MVP oh votes this year. Uh, Will Smith is one of the best hitting catchers. Justin Turner is an absolute stud. Uh, Cody Bellinger has an MVP in the bag. Bad year, but uh, like A.J. Pollock. Th- this team is stacked. Um, and by the way, Max Scherzer's on the bump for them. So the Cardinals are good. They got hot. Their team kind of came together. A couple younger guys got older. Our fashion king, Tyler O'Neill, mm. Dylan Carlson in the outfield, around the guys on the corner, Goldie, Arenado, and, of course, King Yachty behind the dish. Uh, you just hope it's fun. I hope Wayno gives us a performance we get to talk about for a while. Um and hey, maybe Jay Flair with some sparks out of the bullpen. Gallegos do we have an nice. over under? Do you guys want to do a homer draft or something real quick? We do some. Do you think it's going to be the young guys or the old guys for the Cardinals mm. if they get the job done? Is it going to be Arenado, Goldie, Yachty, Wayno, or is it going to be like Tyler O'Neill comes and bangs? Or the future of the Cardinals? You know, you lean old guys, right? They're mostly old guys. Yeah. I'd I like to see, see like I'd like to see Bader and Mookie like trade highlights. I like that. Okay. I like that. Over under in this game is seven and a half. Wayne over Scherzer. I don't know. The Dodgers could win ten to ten to <laughs> You know what I mean? Like yeah. they won hundred and six games. Look at their lineup. Look at their roster. It's it's like Joe West is calling. Oh, can I do umpire splits real quick on both those yeah, guys? Please. Do it, do it. I because they got to have a lot of history with fucking Joe West, Scherzer, and uh, like we, like we said about the the Bogarts homer yesterday, and how that that kind of changed the entire game path. The Cards kind of need that. The Dodgers don't like the Dodgers. All those guys I named walk, hit, homer. You get three runs pretty easily. If the Cardinals can get up and the pressure can be on the Dodgers. Like, they kind of need that. I don't um, even think that matters. I think the Dodgers, if, the if they're in striking down, distance. Yeah. Dodgers just need to be in striking yeah. distance. Okay. Who do you want first? Wayno or Scherzer? Wayno. 
Wayno. Wayno has started three games with Joe West behind the plate in 2006. He did uh, have one inning of relief with Joe West behind the plate. His last start was 2016 with Joe West behind the plate. He has a 1-2-7 ERA in 21 innings with 19 strikeouts. I wonder if umpires have tendencies, and they definitely do, but I don't know if they're tracked, like on curveballs. Like, oh, yeah, dude loves calling the high curveball. Because a lot of the complaints now is that umpires anticipate the two-seamer coming back in the zone, and it never actually does, but they just call it because they the think worst. it does. That's like a lot of complaints players and managers have during ejections. So Wayno's got good numbers. Six walks, 19 Ks, and 21 innings pitch. Scherzer. Wow, he started nine games. One this season, one in 2018 with Joe West behind the dish. 206 ERA. 67 strikeouts and 56 innings and 20 walks. Mm. A 1-1-2-9 whip. Wayno had a 0-8-4-4 whip. So there's some stats that exist, but do not matter. Mm-hmm. Joe West was completely inconsistent. If you want to watch, he, com- he sets up with the batter, like very much on the batter side behind home plate. So outside pitches, He last game he called... On Sunday night, he was giving a ball off outside. Lefty or right, it didn't matter. It's because he sets up so diagonal that he was giving a ball off each ways. So watch out for that. Yeah, he's like the, one of the old school umps for like, if you keep hitting this spot, yeah, I'm going to give it to you. And that's just not how baseball should work. It's like if that spot is a ball, it should be a ball. Hopefully he doesn't come into play tonight. That's like my one wish for tonight. Don't let Joe West. He will. Make it about Joe West, please, Lord. Mm. I mean, this whole umpire crew is the make it about themselves crew. Mm. Who is it? it? It's Angel? No, it's okay. not Angel, but it's um, uh, Culpa. Oh, mm. Culpa likes Culpa. Yeah. Oh, Ronnie. Culpa likes Culpa. And there's, uh, hold on, there's like a couple others in there. Um, 2021 wild card umpire crew. This is the crew that's been getting in shit all season. They just keep the crew. They don't. I thought they did individual guys for the postseason. Maybe, well, maybe the Culpa and Joe West, I think, have been on the same crew. Yeah, that's tough. Jeez. Oh, so Laz Diaz, mm-hmm. Alan Porter, Alan Porter. Oh yeah, my boy Al. He has ejected so many people this season. Mm. Dude, the only ejection of my career is Alan Porter. Really? Of my whole Love entire that. baseball career. So yeah, he's got the quick hook. It's uh, I actually like Al, but did you? I feel like you told that story, didn't you? Guys, make up the the next day or something? Yeah, he or told after me, the game. He told me he didn't want to throw me out because it was a hundred and some degrees, and he's like, "If I had to be out here, you need to be out here." So Jim Wolf <laughs> is a highly respected umpire, yes, right? Yes. Everyone loves Jim Wolf. He's doing third base, meaningless base. Yeah, like him behind the plate. Third base is important. Al, Al is a good umpire, though. He Al is a good umpire. If he was behind the plate, I'd be happy about that. And he does throw people out, but I think he's a good umpire. Well, and who else is it? Laz. Laz is all right. Yeah, he's nice just dude. not going to take any nonsense. Ramon and Chris, the young guys down in the on the lines. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll be live around eight o'clock. Right. It's eight o'clock game again. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, and the three of us in about half hour will be on John Boy and Jake Radio dr- making a lineup out of fruit and doing some other dumb shit. So yes, it'll be a lot more silly, stupid chatter. That's the show. Jake, your final last words that you always say? Be a, be a good game. <laughs> <laughs>
see a, a butt last night? I saw a butt. Jake sucks. It was old. <laughs> it's a bird life, baby. Oh, Jay Flair. Jay Flair wouldn't lead me astray. <laughs> <laughs> 